Hi everyone and welcome to Experiential Spark. In today's Spark episode, we will focus on a tool called the Premortem, which we learned about in Black Box Thinking by Matthew Syed. We have tried it out ourselves, both in a work setting and about this very podcast. And we enjoyed the conversations and thinking it sparked so much that we wanted to share this tool with you as well. So back in episode two, we discussed black box thinking and the main learnings that we took from that is how we can use data to improve our work step by steps and also to learn from our mistakes and failures. And that's where the pre-mortem comes in. So the pre-mortem is a tool in which you imagine that the project, organization or decision that you're working on has completely failed. You imagine that it's gone disastrously wrong. Probably you're going to get fired. It's gone that badly wrong. And in imagining that world where it's all gone so wrong, you then start to write a history and ideas around why did that project fail? So in a sense, by having a pre-mortem, you're actually creating failure without actually having the fail. So you're speeding up and really achieving that fail fast technique. This tool is not about killing projects. It's about strengthening them by encouraging people to be open about their concerns rather than hiding behind a fear of being negative. And often we see in organizations how optimism and overconfidence are rated as key values. And it's hard for people to be negative about projects or ideas. So the pre-mortem really helps to break groupthink, really helps to challenge bias and thinking, and it legitimizes dissent. In fact, it encourages people to find the flaws and the errors in the projects and suggest ways of then managing them up front before you've even failed in the project itself. And so, as mentioned, we tried a pre-mortem on this podcast and imagined what would have happened or what were the reasons for why this podcast totally and utterly failed. We have come up with a couple of steps that we have taken actually to the pre-mortem and we wanted to share you can easily follow these steps yourselves and organize a pre-mortem too. So the main question of the pre-mortem was why did Experiential Spark, the podcast, fail? And the first step for us was to identify a few people uh, we believed had diverse thinking and backgrounds, but who were also part of our uh, preferred audience for this podcast, who would actually be listening to the episodes. And we wanted to bring in a diverse group of people to also get their different perspectives, because because obviously everybody thinks of different reasons for why this may have failed. And just as a sidestep, if you're doing this, for example, for a project at work, you can do this with your project team or with some of the end customers that are potentially going to use this project if it's going live. So just think about who are the key people that you need in the room to do this exercise. So then we held a session to run the pre-mortem itself. So in that, we invited people into an online call and we set the scene. So we told them, as Maluka just described, our podcast has failed, heaven forbid. Who could possibly imagine that happen? And we asked those that were kind enough to give us their time, why had it failed? And to tell the story, the history of why this podcast had gone wrong. 
we let the participants give their thoughts, just free throw ideas out, and we captured them and listened. We tried to explore those then by asking further clarifying questions. So for example, people would say, no one listened. We then said, well, why aren't you listening? And keep going to find out all sorts of different reasons. And one big thing that was important to us was there was no wrong answers or no answer that was too negative. So it was interesting. People found that negative experience uncomfortable, but Marluca and I were there to encourage them to give us more than that because the more that we got into that space, it broke down my natural optimism and got me being more thoughtful about how are we going to do this going forward. Maybe to add, it can actually be quite difficult to be the receiver of this feedback because this may be your own hobby uh, as it is for us and you don't necessarily want to hear the negative feedback or all the reasons why it stopped happening in the first place. So for example, for us, that meant realizing, well, maybe our friendship ends, then what's <laughs> going to do that to the podcast? So really encourage yourself to be open-minded and just listen to whatever comes in and set aside your own feelings with regards to what it brings up what you hear. So just as a sidestep. And two ways I think I would do this differently if we were to run this session again. So there was one question that we didn't ask and that was once we'd got all the ideas out, what are your top three reasons for failure? So to help us as the project leads or the decision makers zoom into what is most likely to go wrong and what are going to be the most severe things if they do go wrong? So adding in that dimension and another thing I have heard about with the pre-mortem, which really helps to break the group think and the bias in thinking, is to ask people to brainstorm silently. So if we'd been in a room, I would have done this by asking people to write their ideas down independently on post-it notes silently and then putting them all up to avoid people piggybacking too quickly on other people's ideas. Um, so you then trying to move away from group think, actually create an environment for it. So overall, you've run the session and then you're identifying your biggest risks. And the next step is to then figure out what are the possible solutions to mitigate those risks, thus strengthening your project plan or your decision making or your way forward. So just to summarize the steps that we've taken, you start with the main question, why did it fail? You identify the few people that need to be present in the room that are going to give you diverse perspectives on why it felt. You plan an actual session and in that session you start to describe what has happened and the ask that you have for the people in the room. You let them brainstorm and depending on whether it's a virtual session or a face-to-face -face session, you can decide on what way of brainstorming would work best. You explore thoughts further by asking clarifying questions. You may end the session with a summarizing exercise in which you ask everybody like what is the top three reasons for failure and you then also identify the big biggest risks and the possible solutions that are connected to that. So if you want to find out a little bit more about some of the theory behind the pre-mortem, more in-depth way of carrying these out or how see examples of how this has been carried out in other workplaces, we're going to be sharing both in Instagram 
and in our podcast notes some links to some great websites that we found and some quick YouTube videos that will guide you in the process as well. So we hope that this has helped spark an idea or two for you to go and try out a pre-mortem in a work setting or even in a personal setting as well. And as always, you can get in touch with us at Experiential Spark on Instagram or experientialspark at gmail.com or leave us a voice note in the podcast app that you're listening to us from and let us know how your experimentation with the pre-mortem goes. Bye, everyone. Bye.